It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Hi everybody, today's stop on the RV is in Houston, where we are speaking with Anthony Santillanes. Anthony is a leadership coach, speaker, and a book author. Welcome, Anthony. Hi, Lucia. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why did you decide to be a leadership coach? Sure, sure. So... You know, Lucia, I've been leading teams since I was about 16. Uh, my first team I led was actually uh, at a fast food restaurant. I was a crew leader there. Uh, been working there about three months, got promoted. Um, and since then, I, I've basically been leading teams ever since then. So um, I've had the opportunity to lead teams in the military. Uh, I went to a military college here in the United States, uh, the Citadel, and uh, where, you know, I was formally educated in leadership in addition to, you know, hands-on experience. Uh, when I graduated from there, I commissioned into the military, led teams in Iraq, uh, two deployments, um, as well as stateside. And then once I was done with with my career in the military, which you know worked out really well for me, uh, joined manufacturing, uh, successfully led teams in operations and quality. And then most recently was uh, the operations manager for a leading software company here in the United States. So. Um, you know, I, I think I've had the opportunity to, to really be, you know, have some really tough hands-on experience and also to be formally educated in what leadership is and what it means and, and the different theories and things. And so for me, you know, I think there's this gap that, that when we look at how kind of we get into adulthood where, uh, you know, at least here in the United States, we, you know, you go to school, you graduate high school, you turn 18, and suddenly you're an adult where you may or may not have to lead people. And I think there's a gap there. And so uh, for me, my life's purpose is to, to help fill that gap and to really um, educate people on what leadership is and how to be really good at it in a servant style. That's a really good purpose. You led soldiers in Iraq and even received a bronze star from the army. How was this experience? It was, yeah, it was, it was unlike anything I've experienced since. Um, you know, I, for me, the biggest thing I would say is it was one of those experiences that uh, whether I wanted to or not, I was going to grow and mature at a very fast pace. Um, you know, I had one of the probably one of the, the one of the cooler things I got to do in the military. Um, and, and probably one of the most enriching experiences, you know, up to this point in my life was, um, you know, just to give you an idea, we had one particular mission where 
Uh, and I mentioned this in my book. We were actually, this is my first deployment. I'm a platoon leader. I'm about, I think I was 24 at the time. Uh, and my soldiers and I were about ready to go back home, right? We've, we've, you know, quote unquote, completed our mission. We've done everything that, that we were, you know, required to do. We've even called home. Uh, you know, there's a point in the deployment where, you know, you get to call home and say, Hey, you know, we're done. I'll be home. You can't really say what day, but you, you at least let people know, you know, Hey, you can expect me home, right? I am, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'd already done that. And I remember my commander came to me, we were about three days out, uh, from flying out. Uh, at least I was the rest of my platoon, um, was going to fly out over the two days prior to that. Um, but my commander comes to me one morning and, and says, Hey, uh, you guys have mission. And I remember being, you know, at first I thought he was joking. Like, I was like, there's no way, like, like we're literally, I've, I have soldiers that are flying out first thing in the morning. Uh, you know, they're less than 24 hours away from going home. There's no way, you know, we're going to go back on the road and, and do, do another mission. And I remember, you know, he very straight faced was like, nope, we, you guys have a mission. And, um, you know, much to the credit of, of my platoon sergeant, uh, Andres Sanchez, uh, you know, he came in and, and I remember I was I was really flustered in that moment, but he really sort of brought me back down to earth. And, he, you know, he reminded me that, you know, hey, sir, if, you know, if it was you out there, you'd want someone to come get you. Right. Um, so let's go get them. Right. Uh, our mission was to go get uh, 150 soldiers where unfortunately the air had gone red. We had a big sandstorm and so we, they couldn't fly them out. So we actually had to go by ground. And, you know, so Sergeant Sanchez, he came to me and, you know, and, and really sort of you know, let, reminded me of what our purpose was, right, which was to serve. Um, and so I remember we got our platoon together. We went and got them um, successfully, safely. We got all 150. We came back. And the next morning, uh, about a third of our soldiers flew out. And then only to find out that we needed to go back out again. And we needed to do this mission all over again with another 150 soldiers. So, um, again, we did it, The fall, you know, successfully. The next morning, you know, another third of my platoon flies out with those soldiers, uh, and then on that third morning, now we're 24 hours out from the last group of us flying out. We get yet a third mission to go get 200 soldiers this time. Um, and for me, that was one of those experiences where I really didn't want to do it. You know, that was I had already called home as well. It was it was, mm-hmm. it was terrifying, if you will. Um, but it was by far one of the most rewarding experiences I've had because, you know, I remember when we landed and seeing those soldiers get to reunite with their families. Um, you know, my platoon largely, you know, we get to take at least a little bit of credit. Um, I think there was some grace in there, maybe some higher power involved, but uh, we at least get to take a little bit of the credit for reuniting 500 soldiers with their families. Um, and so there were experiences like that, that, you know, um, it's hard to it's, it's hard to emulate that elsewhere. Um, and it was just one of those things that it, it taught me to hold myself to a higher standard. And, um, you know, that I, that as a leader, my job is to serve. Uh, serve others, not myself. It must be very rewarding to think about it now. And it's a life-changing situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And how long did you spend in Iraq? Uh, I was, so I was deployed a total of 18 months between the two deployments. So you spent 18 months there. Did it change the way you approach life. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's. I I think you know, not only is there the you know sort of that rewarding experience, but I think it also it allowed me to appreciate what I have. Um, you know, there was a one of the things we talk about is sort of coming to terms with your mortality. You know, when you're there, mm-hmm. uh, because truly, 
you could, you know, you could do everything right and still something bad happen. Mm -hmm. And so you sort of come to terms with this, this notion of, you know, what does it mean to be alive? What does it mean to sort of welcome the day and appreciate the day? Um, because, because again, uh, you know, you could do everything right. You could do all the training, right. You could do, you could do, you could do all the rehearsals and all the preparation and still something bad happens. So, so it, it also taught me to really appreciate, um, you know, those gifts that I have and those opportunities that I have as well that in the past I, I took for granted. I understand what you mean. Anthony, you are also a speaker and mentor. I'm interested to know whether you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert. I bet you are an extrovert. <laughs> so, uh, believe it or not, I would describe myself as an introvert. Um, I, I, I just do a really good job of managing my energy. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, when I think of introverts and extroverts, I don't, I know there's like a personality idea behind it, but for me, it, it just comes, for me, it comes down to energy. I think, you know, introverts, we get around a lot of people and it requires a lot of energy from us. Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas extroverts get around a lot of people and it gives energy to them. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and then the opposite is true. You put you get an introvert by themselves and they will sort of recharge their batteries. You take an extrovert and it drains their batteries um, mm -hmm. if you put them by themselves. So uh, I definitely describe myself as an introvert. I just, uh, what I've learned over the years is, is I've really got to have time for me. And what I actually do, Lucia, uh, to, to do this effectively is, so in the morning I have this from like 5 to 7 a.m. to uh, read, to meditate, and then plan out my day. Um, so it, it just really helps me set up the day that I start off at a high level of energy. I know where my high energy points are in the day and then sort of where those recovery points are as well. Yes, for many years, I was a late riser. I love to sleep in, but I think that my days are way more productive after I started waking up a little bit earlier, but not as early as you. Anthony, I downloaded your book on Kindle and I'm reading it. By the way, Become Unstuck, and I'm loving it so far. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and thank you for the kind words, Lucy. I definitely appreciate it. The So, the Becoming Unstuck is a book for the person who has really checked off all the boxes in life, right? They They did all the things they're supposed to do. They went to the right schools. They got the right degree. They got the right career. And yet there's there's like there's still something more out there. Right. They know there's like there's more than just, you know, going to work every day, making some money, paying bills and taxes and then, you know, eventually dying one day. Right. There's There's got to be something else out there. Uh, and what my book does is takes you through eight areas of life and gives you some different questions to ask, some beliefs, mindsets. Uh, those things that will set you up to be successful in those areas, regardless of where you're at. If you apply those things, it'll help you take you to that next level. In your book, you use this quote from Tony Robbins that I really like. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Why do people often think the opposite? Well, I think, I think it's a survival thing. You know, I, I think, I don't think we're naturally wired to think that way. Our, our brain is, is, you know, this, you know, millions of years old and it, and it's designed to keep us alive. And, and in order to do that, it focuses on those things that are threatening to us. So it focuses on, 
the, you know, the things that are stopping us, that are getting in our way, it focuses on the obstacles versus the opportunities. And I think, um, you know, unfortunately, that's very sort of short term, like, sure, it'll help you get through the day, it'll help you get through this week and this month, maybe. Uh, but, you know, over years, decades, you know, a lifetime, you will have just survived, that is it. Um, and so I, I think for in order for us to do it, you have to be really intentional. Um, you know, and we have to really sort of find those things to those opportunities where even though they were really bad in the moment, if we reflect on them, we realize that they were actually happening for us. Um, just to kind of give you an idea, um, I had when I was when I was in manufacturing, um, you know, I had a gentleman that I worked for who um, just I, I never really clicked with him, didn't really jive. Um, we not that we had a really bad relationship, but it wasn't a really serving relationship. Like neither of us was really satisfied um, mm -hmm. by by what was in that relationship. Um, but after he left and my next uh, the next gentleman that I worked for came in, we had this completely opposite relationship. I mean, we fed off of each other's energy. We were able to really support what we were trying to do. Um, we just really clicked. And I think, you know, when I when I think back to that first guy, you know, the, the thing about it was I can you know, I can talk bad about him. But at the same time, he also presented me with a gift because had I not had him, I probably wouldn't have appreciated that second gentleman mm -hmm. that I worked for nearly as much as I do. Um, and so even in the, you know, that's, a, that's one of those moments where I was really uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. life wasn't happening to me. It was happening for me because that next gentleman was just going to be absolutely incredible to me. Yes, I know what you mean. And Anthony, what was the moment in your life that made you start believing in miracles? Right. So I, I think there's there's just been too many times in my life where, um, you know, I call it grace um, that, that that like it, it shouldn't have worked out the way it did. Um, you know, so just as an example. So my wife and I, we lived in, in the kind of middle United States for about four years with our kids and. We decided to move. We're from Texas. We decided to move back to Texas. And I remember when we came back here, there were just all these things that just didn't like um, they just worked out in such a way that I can't explain it in any other way other than grace. And and so um, so just just give you some 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 pieces here. When I was leaving manufacturing, um, there was a there was, I had found my replacement. I'd given my 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 employer a year's notice. I said, in a year, I'm, we're going back to Texas, you know? Um, so we've got a year to find our replacement, get them trained up, get them ready to go. And, and I remember we brought, we brought someone on and the movers are at our house. So our, all of our stuff in our house is actually getting loaded up and our, the, my replacement comes in and said, or she emails myself and, and the gentleman that we reported to and says that she's, you know, this is her notice effective immediately. Right. So here I am, like my stuff is literally going in a truck to leave and mm. the person that's supposed to replace me no longer works there. Mm. So the gentleman that I was working with, you know, we, he ends up, we do lunch. We kind of come to a gentleman's agreement and we decide, Hey, you know what? I'll stay on till, you know, this was in May of 2017. Um, I decided to stay on till August. Right. And we'll kind of see where we're at. Well, August comes still nothing. Uh, we, you know, we had been trying to find my replacement, done a bunch of interviews, but nothing really panned out. We eventually hire uh, a couple folks and we start training them up. And now we fast forward. Now we're in like November. And um, so 
we get into a conversation where basically like, okay, you know, they're trained, they're ready. You know, I wasn't really doing a lot with the organization at that point. So, you know, I formally gave, you know, uh, you know, my two weeks notice, if you will. And, um, on, you know, on November 30th, I remember, you know, 2017, I was officially unemployed and December 1st, I get a call to come to an interview, uh, for a software company that I never heard of, um, didn't even know existed. And, um, I end up getting the job end up work, you know, being the operations manager there and, you know, but the interesting thing was, is the position wasn't even available until October. Wow. And so it's like, it, so, so there's just these moments where things line up for me in such a way that, you know, had that person that we had originally hired stayed on in May, I would have left in May and that, that position, that opportunity didn't exist yet. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, these are miracles that sometimes we think that is just a coincidence. And why did you decide to write this book? So I, I wanted to write the book because I, I really feel like, um, you know, there, there's a point when, again, you know, kind of just uh, to jump on what I was talking about earlier you know, there, there's, there's these expectations, like when you're in school and, you know, as a kid where, you know, you, like it's very easy to measure success, right? You, mm-hmm. again, there's, a, there's grades, you know, there, whether that's letters or number grades, whatever that is, um, you know, there's sort of like your parents approval or disapproval, you know, for, for what that's worth. Um, there are these things, it's very easy to know whether or not you've been successful, but, you know, or at least how we measure, we have, we have easy ways to, to do that. But, once you become an adult, there's like this, it's suddenly like, Hey, it's up to you to figure it out. Right. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's up to you to figure it out. And I wrote the book because what I wanted to do is give people a way to sort of come to those conclusions themselves. Right. Um, so that, you know, it's not, you know, how much money do I make or what's my job title or do I have the corner office or do I have the nice car? Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's about much more than that. And it's about finding out for you, what are those measurements of success and what are the mindsets that get you there? That, you know, that's what I wanted to do with that book. That's how I wanted to serve the reader um, and, and really, you know, sort of extend the things that I talk about on one-on-one with people or, you know, in coaching relationships, you know, I wanted to share that with as many people as I possibly could. And why do we feel guilty about celebrating our own success? So, you know, I think what happens is, you know, we're brought up with this idea of humility being you're not allowed to talk about yourself. Um, you know, when I think about humility, humility is about being humble enough to think about others more than yourself. 
right? And, and I think we get that confused with, you know, I can't think of myself at all. Um, and so what, you know, and I think that's why we feel guilty. Um, I think we're worried that people are going to feel bad. I think we're worried that, um, you know, it's going to alienate or ostracize those that maybe haven't achieved the success we have and we don't want to make them feel bad. Exactly. I think celebrating is something we need to do. And how did you realize you want to be a coach? So, you know, it was, it was, you know, I'll be honest, it was over time. It was through a lot of reflection. Um, you know, I didn't, when I, I guess a, a way to think about it is, you know, when I commissioned into the army, I'll be honest, I thought I was going to do the army for a lifetime. Like I thought I was going to, you know, commission, be an officer, retire, you know, as a colonel or a general even. Um, and like, that was going to be my, that was going to be my career. And then after that, I'd figure it out. But for the next 20 years, that's what I was going to do. Um, and you know, what I realized, you know, on my second deployment, I remember I came home for leave and it all changed when I came home and, um, my kids, instead of, you know, you think about, you know, a, a father or a mother coming home from a deployment or from just, just being gone. Right. And you imagine the kids running up to them and hugging mm -hmm. them. Um, and that's not what happened for me. Um, my kids actually hid behind my wife because they didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so for me, that was like, a okay, you know, this isn't the life that I had envisioned, <laughs> you know, this wasn't, mm -hmm. this, this isn't how I expected this to go. Um, mm -hmm. so that's when I realized I needed to change. So, um, you know, but what I found was I consistently found, even when I got out of the military, I was always in a leadership role. Um, and even when, even, even outside of like my career, even like when I'm at home, you know, when someone says, Hey, you know, if there's a group of us and they say, what are we going to eat for dinner? You know, they look to me and they go, Anthony, what are we eating for dinner? Right. And I get to make the decision for the whole group. Um, and, and it's just something that, ha you know, and, and it's, it's simple, it's trivial, but, um, what I realized was I'm, that's just who I am. It's like, it's part of my identity. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's not just my job title or something like I, I am a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, and leadership coaching really came to me when I realized looking back over my, you know, different, different things that I've done for me, the most rewarding experiences have always been when I get to sit down with an, with another leader and, and coach them and get them to a point where they had the confidence that they knew that they already had everything to be successful, mm -hmm. right? They already had everything that they needed. They just needed to take action and, and really realize that desired outcome. Um, that for me has always been the most rewarding experience for me. Great. And where do you find inspiration? So, you know, I, I definitely, um, I try to surround myself with positivity. Um, so there's a couple things I do. There's, um, there's some different, uh, like YouTube channels that I listen to. So, uh, Marie Forleo, she's one that I listen to quite frequently. Um, also, uh, Lewis Hughes, I think is how you say his last name. Um, he's got a pretty good one as well that I listen to. Of course, Tony Robbins. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also on the John Maxwell team. Uh, so I'm a coach speaker and trainer on the John Maxwell team. So, um, I read a lot of his books. I'm actually reading seven of his books this year. Um, and then the other thing that I do just regarding reading is, um, I actually schedule my reading a year out. So mm -hmm. for me, um, like I know all the books I'm going to read this year. I knew back in November of last year, what those books were yeah. going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and, and each of those books serves a purpose to educate and inspire me in different areas of my life. Um, 
And so it's very intentional in what I read. You know, I, I try not to expose myself to just randomness. Um, and then I also, you know, one of the things that I do is, you know, like I said, as an introvert, I know I need that time to myself uh, to really, uh, you know, charge my energy, you know, and, and really make sure I stay in that positive state. Um, but then the other thing is, is I try to stay out of conversations that um, are negative and aren't conducive to a better outcome. Um, and it doesn't mean that I don't uh, get in, in the conflict because I do that quite frequently. Um, but I don't engage in conflict that's not going to lead to a better outcome. Like I don't engage in conflict just for the sake of. Um, those are some of the things that I do to just kind of keep me inspired and on that positive energy track. Yeah, sometimes conflicts are unavoidable. But the approach should be to resolve it with a compromise and with acceptance by the two parts. And what is the next for you? What are your plans for 2021? So, you know, as I look at 2021, um, so my family and I, you know, we, we have plans to travel the entire United States. Um, we are back in Texas for now. We've got a, a kind of an Arctic storm coming through. Uh, so we've got a lot of places that just, uh, you know, Lucia, you know, I think you, you know, I think you RV quite a bit. Um you know, and I know for us, uh, so you probably know like cold weather and RVs just don't mix. Um, they don't do really well. Yeah. So we're back down here down South, uh, just for, for the time. Um, and then we're kind of, we're kind of getting all of our stuff back together, back in order. But, um, other than that, you know, I, I think on a professional level, it's, you know, increasing my influence. Um, it's serving, you know, as many clients as I can, it's serving as many people as I can. Um, cause again, for me, my passion and purpose is to serve others maybe not young in age, but at least young in their leadership experience. Um, is that, that's where I want to be. That's, that's amazing. Serving people and helping people is one of the best things we can do. I'm a physical therapist and I've been, I've been treating people for many years, children. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, like helping people is the best thing we can do also for ourselves, because for me, in my opinion, when I'm, I help others, I feel so happy inside that it's so rewarding. And I'm so happy to have interviewed you today, Anthony. I really recommend your book, Become Unstuck. And tell me, where can we find your book? Uh, so my book's on Amazon, Lucia, and um, actually what I would like to do, if you don't mind, um, if any of your guests are, are listening, um, if they just email me at Anthony at the Efficacious and they mention you or your show, um, I'll email them a free PDF copy of the book. Wow, that's amazing. I'm sure many people will send you an email. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. Thank you. Thank you very much, Anthony. Uh, come back. Okay, come back in, inside of my RV and I wish you and your family an amazing 2021. Thank you, Lucia. You too and, and stay safe out there. Yes, thank, thank you very much. <laughs> All right. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. 
Relating does. Until next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.